Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast with DT and Letty. Ready, Set, Showtime. Welcome to the Ready Set Show podcast, episode 40. 40. We're calling this one Ain't No Such Thing as Halfway Crooks. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about this episode. Oh, yeah, guys. a lot has went on. Yes. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We got a little late start. Started on a Tuesday. No went up. This week. On uh, a Tuesday. Letty's got some new hours at work due to her cool promotion. Finally, oh, yeah. Finally escaped the grasp of the Mexican crappy. Hitler. Yes, the Mexican <laughs> Hitler. Uh, so that's a good thing. So, But, hey... Honestly, it, I'm not mad about it, Letty, because so much has happened yeah. from, from last week till now, guys. It is insane. So, uh, Letty, how was your weekend? I had a pretty good weekend. I basically stayed up all weekend the best I could to get ready for my new hours. Had had an interesting Saturday, which y'all will hear about later. And, you know, just spent time with friends and family. Yeah, same here. Uh, me, it's about the same. I kind of, you know... Just, I'm the homebody. The the yeah, boring. There's, there's hey, nothing I, wrong with being I a homebody. It. Yeah, I love it. We uh we actually watched some pretty cool movies uh this weekend. You know, because me and my fiance we're into the paranormal stuff. Oh, yeah. But I, I like those kind of movies. And uh, we we seen this one. It was called Bad Ben. Mm-hmm. And I guess this guy just kind of made it. <laughs> but it was actually kind of creepy. Now there was some parts you were kind of like, ah, that was a little cheesy. Like some cheesy and cringe. But me, I just look at it like, what if that was me? Yeah. And that was really happening. So it kind of made it creepy. But it was so funny because it was this fat bald dude, and he just cussed. <laughs> he, I mean, he cussed. He was like, he was like cussing the ghost. Oh my! Dude, <laughs> you know, yeah. I would hilarious. be that fat bald dude then, just sitting there and like, what are you doing in my house, you well, bitch? Well, what's funny is he gets this property from a sheriff sale. And, yeah. and um, so he goes out and he's exploring the property, and these people just left everything behind: big screen TVs, lawnmowers. Yeah, and I mean it's a big, nice house. Well, he goes out to the shed. He couldn't get in it at first. He finds the keys. He finds a bag with all the knives from the house in it, and then bloody baby clothes. And he oh, just shit. puts it back like, well, this is probably evidence. It <laughs> just walks off like he didn't see it. That's some white people stuff right there. Yeah, dude. It was <laughs> hilarious. You got to check it out. Oh, I think it was on the Amazon Prime uh, video app, but it, it was hilarious. But, uh, yeah, lady, uh, speaking of which, uh, Shane Dawson, our good buddy, finally came out with another documentary. And though I thought it was going to be about... What was a, a, a relationship? Yeah, like a secret was, couple or something or, or like that. Or a fake relationship. Yeah. That was it. He uh, came out what he's known best for, and that's a conspiracy theories, I believe. I don't know how many parts. I know this was part one. Yeah, right? he's working on part two. Uh, he put on, uh, what was it that I seen it on? Instagram. I seen it on Instagram, and I seen it on uh, Snapchat. That's what it's called. That uh, him and his uh, boyfriend, they're working on the second part, and it's they're adding some minor t- uh, details to it that yeah. they wanted to include so it's coming out a little bit later than normal but i mean as far as i know we got we're going to have two parts the second part's going to be as long as the first one let's just hope so. it's not eight like the damn jake paul oh my lord <laughs> which don't get me wrong that was well put together 
But I mean, after a while, it's like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. Let's release, you know. But hey, I watched a little bit of it. I'll be honest, I didn't watch it all. But what I did watch, it was crazy. Because, you know, man, when Shane, he goes all in. Dude, I love watching Shane's conspiracy theory videos. Like, the shit, like, the details he goes into on most of them. And it gets you thinking. Even if it doesn't make any sense, it gets you thinking. And you're just like, what if this is real? Well, the one I was, the part I saw, and this was crazy. Because I think we've all, it was something about when he would go to answer. And somebody would talk. And he would hear what they say before they answered or something like that. And they're like, hey, did you say this? And he's like, "Uh, no, I just answered something along those lines. And I was like, dude, I've had that happen before. So that is pretty crazy. But I want to go back and dive into it. Because with Shane, man, you got to just watch it all the way through. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm excited to go watch it. Letty, there's a Super Bowl champion now. Uh, It's the Patriots. Moving on. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Who cares? It was boring. It was like the least scored Super Bowl of. It's thirteen to three was the final. It was defensive. I there was really one think, touchdown. Yeah, I really think the Saints should have been in this oh, game. Yeah. I think it would have been a better, closer game. I think the Saints probably would have won that. Uh, just because Tom Brady played terrible. Yeah, I mean, I even heard. I, I didn't get to watch it because, uh, like yeah, I said, I, I was either. I was getting ready for. Starting my new hours, 11 o'clock at night, it, you know, trying to get some sleep in. And uh, all of a sudden, like, all these all these memes for the uh, the halftime show popped up, so I had to go check that out. Like, even, even the halftime show sucked. Adam, put your damn shirt on. Stop. This, <laughs> there was one that I seen. It was like um, Janet Jackson. It was a picture of Janet Jackson, and it says... Janet Jackson's face whenever Adam Levine can show both nipples, but whenever she shows one, it's all it's automatically blurred out. <laughs> I mean, what is the big deal? They're still talking about that. Like, oh, my Lord. It, 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 look, she didn't mean to do it. It happened. You know, and I think it's kind of crazy. Justin Timberlake's been back since that happened, yeah, and I heard not. people making a big deal. It's like, well, what music has Janet Jackson put out? Yeah, I mean, she's not really put out anything since. Hey, it was cool to see Big Boy from my outcast yeah he, he came on there that was cool i heard uh but yeah that was it was pretty well boring you know for a if you wanted an exciting super bowl but it was defensive and yeah. you know hey man i don't want to sound like a hater the patriots won it's just like i was Yay. saying yeah and, uh, you know the alabama and clemson and college and then you got the damn patriots and we finally get a team the rams they come yeah. in and just choke yeah we get finally get someone new uh, we I went to EJ's for like a little I guess a little Super Bowl party. They had like little snacks and we had meatball subs and all that goodness. Yeah. And uh, the game came on and I asked her who she was rooting for, and she was just like the Patriots. And I asked her what the fuck was wrong with her. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, she's seen too many ghosts if you're a fucking Patriot. And did she see the the ghost deflate the ball? Yeah, really, really. <laughs> Tell your ghost friends to haunt Bill Belichick's cheating ass. <laughs> I'm playing, but. I don't know, guys, if you watch the Super Bowl, let us know your take on it. If you're a Patriots fan, God help you, but uh, let us know how excited you are that they won. I don't know. Let us know what y'all think of the halftime show. Yeah. I, I thought it was one of the worst ones in a it, while. I mean, I'll get, I'll get to watch a little bit of it because, I mean, I just got so bored with it. I mean, it's like, what do we, I don't know, man, music. It's just boring to me anymore, dude. Oh, yeah, especially like that. I mean, oh, no, he took his shirt off. Yeah, Adam, put your damn shirt. You moron. I'll say it twice. I'm so he's pissed. A, he's a moron. <laughs> All right, Letty, who you shouting out this week? 
this week, my shout outs, of course, I got a shout out Ruby. Uh, I finally got to break it to her that I started third shift yesterday and she was one excited little seven year old. I picked her up at school and she didn't notice me by my car. <laughs> what she told me is she was like, I seen your car, but I thought it was someone else. And then I seen your phone because I got this bright blue phone case. Yeah, yeah. And she was just like, as soon as she's seen it, she like lifts her hands up and starts jumping up and down in the pickup line. Oh, it made me feel so good to see her. Uh, Got to give a shout out to DT, of course. I mean, we're on episode 40 and 40, we're, still, man. we're still going strong. I mean, the dream continues. Oh yeah, I mean, we might might be starting later in the week, but I mean, hey, better late than never. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I got to give a shout out to all our friends and family who listen to this. Thank y'all, you know, from the bottom of our hearts. I mean, we love it, and the feedback I get from some of y'all, I mean, we greatly appreciate it. And gotta thank the listeners, of course. I mean, without them, it'd be nothing. We wouldn't be doing this. I mean. You're the reason we have we, we do this we do this podcast and have fun with it. DT, uh, who you shouting out? Uh, me, I got to shout out my uh, as you can hear in the background my wild daughter and my beautiful <laughs> fiance. I love my family and we may not always agree at times. We might argue here and there, but at the end of the day, man, we we stick by each other and we're just looking out for each other in our best interests. And they Hell just, yeah. They push me, man, to be my best. And though sometimes I don't feel like it, they lift me up. Gotta thank Letty again. Uh, appreciate the kind words, man. Episode 40. Like, I, I'll be honest, there was a point in time I wondered if we'd even get it, make it to five. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? And here we are, episode 40. And nah, I just know one day we're going to be at a 50, then 100. Coming up on our one year anniversary next month, man. Yeah, we got to thank our uh, old friend back from 1970, Drama Bryant, that we haven't. <laughs> now that she's had a lot go on, we still got to thank Drama, still got to show her love, and, and she'll be on the show pretty soon. Yeah. Hopefully we can get her on here and she can kind of break down what she's been up to. And Guys, again, if you got a small business, you're just starting up a business, or you feel like your business currently is overcharging you, you want to get your name out there, you want more people, more traffic to come to your website, website let drama bryant at socialpoint24.com build you a website i'm telling you guys she has great affordable packages she will keep you in the loop with everything she likes to have a personal relationship with her customers she works hard monday through saturday she might even throw in a sunday here and there and uh, trust me, you will not be disappointed. Again, that's socialpoint24.com. If you need to speak with her further, please email her at her Gmail at socialpoint24mail at gmail.com. As always, drama, we thank you. Thank you, ma'am. I got to thank Kellen Keller, the man that inspired me to do this podcast. I always got to show Kellen love. And, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, got to thank our people down at uh, Greenville Vapor. Our good buddies, man, They any all our vaping needs, man, we vape every day. We, we want the best, so we go to the best. Uh, they're, they're our great local shop here. We strongly recommend them because Rocky Top Vapors all have herbies. <laughs> I like, I, like how, I like how you worded that. Yes, not yes. the last part, but the part about Greenville Vapor. I mean, yeah. That's that's a good giggle yeah, in there. Yeah, <laughs> you may not you may not see that on on TV, but hey, this is our show, and we do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, the listeners, we really do appreciate you guys. Any support, whether it's listening for ten minutes, the whole episode comments telling us in person what you think we really appreciate it you guys and uh, merch soon merch soon guys soon 
All right, moving on to real talk. Real talk. Letty, we got so much. Go- I mean, dude. Oh yeah, you bombarded me with a lot of lot of news this week. I, you know, because I I kind of started the the show notes a little early this week. You know, usually we go down to the wire at times, but man, I'm telling you this from when I started the show notes, I believe it was Saturday until I, fi- I finished them up. I mean, there was just so much. I went from one story to I think five. Yeah. Now, so let's start with the first one here. Uh, good old Takashi Six Nine. Oh man! I mean, he's in the news a lot. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's a snitch, yo! He's he's, he's going to snitch." He did. He did. And, and they were right. All of a sudden, I just get this thing breaking news that he has come to pretty much like pretty much it's a plea deal. Yeah. To nine charges. Uh, let's, let's just read a little bit here. The rapper and Instagram star known as Takashi Six Nine has pleaded guilty to charges stemming from his role in a violent drug trafficking gang and was cooperating with federal prosecutors, according to newly unsealed court records. The rapper, whose legal name is Daniel Hernandez, admitted to a federal court hearing in Manhattan on January 23rd to being a member of the Nine Trade Gangsta Bloods. Pretty much, man, he admitted to selling a kilo of heroin, he had nine counts of racketeering. Some of the, like that kilo of heroin, I, like I really wonder if he was just like had to tell all his crimes as yeah. part of the plea deal, because the plea deal, you have to tell everything. Yeah. Some of the stuff, I was just like, Takashi did that? This rainbowed hair what? looking motherfucker did all this? Y'all let, y'all let Rainbow Bright talk to y'all like that? <laughs> really? A lot of people are saying, with him coming to a plea deal this quick, I really hope this dude is getting a good sentence because he could still, from these charges they say, get up to 47 years. Damn. Now, I personally think he's going he's gonna to get a good deal. Like, I think five. Yeah. Good behavior will be out in three. Now, I, I did see a guy's video where he thinks he ain't going to get anything less than 10 to 20. Could be. I was thinking, you know, around between like 8 to 10. But, I mean, the trial wasn't even till September. Yeah. So, if he took something this early... It's got to be something It's got to be something good. Because a lot of people don't take the first plea deal. They'll say, no, well, if he's if he's going to throw that at us... Let's wait and see what yeah. they and they'll you know they'll wait till a couple more deals oh, yeah. come through, so this one must have just been like, hey, look, dude, you tell us all this. It serves the question, Letty, is his career over? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, you can't go out and be in rap and be a when snitch. you're a snitch. Yeah, I mean, if if they don't take care of him in, in prison, I mean. But you know, Takashi, he's the type of guy come out and be like. I didn't tell on nobody. It was just a plea deal. Like, this, no, that, this, that, that. That, that's exactly what you done, man. Takashi, you told, motherfucker. You told. I, I didn't watch a news outlet one from YouTube to reading online that didn't think he was. I mean, obviously, he's cooperating. Now, I've seen people defend this as, well, I don't blame him. Look at how they were wanting to kill him and all that. At the end of the day, Letty, a snitch is a snitch. Yeah, a snitch is a snitch, and he brought it upon himself. You committed the crimes, like the Chief Keefe shooting. Yeah. He told on those guys. Oh, yeah. That was just my original story. That's how much has unfolded in a few days in this story. I think, personally, his career is pretty well over. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's the last we see at Takashi. I don't know. You think he'll be in, like, witness protection? I don't know. He might be. I mean, putting away people. I mean, it almost have to be. Either or he either. couldn't go to New York. I wish I could remember that joke somebody made about 
DJ Academics and Big Mac. He played guilty to nine Big Macs. So, <laughs> it was so funny because you know how they, yeah. they're like good buddies. It was hilarious. Uh, the next story, guys, uh, we got our boy 21 Savage, who I thought was born and raised in the ATL Zone 6. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody thought he was. Turns out Ice, uh, who came and uh, came and arrested him, apparently he's been on an expired visa for a while. He's from the U.K. Yeah. Apparently yeah. his dad is like a famous uh, doctor over there. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, like man. a celebrity doctor. Yeah, they arrested 21 Savage. <laughs> for, I mean, is that not crazy? That is crazy. I mean, because look, look, look at how his career's been for the past couple years. I mean, when I said that out loud, I was like, I just can't picture I, nothing about this. I can just screams. You know, does this make sense? No, I mean, no one knew. Hell, I mean, Facebook is taking it and like all of my meme pages. It'll be like whenever he said, you know, it'll, it'll name some of his lyrics like "My shorty's five foot five. and then somebody like had a picture beside it and it said "The Queen of England, her height, yeah. and she's five foot five. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be funny if if if, if he came out and he was like. Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. I had to be from the streets of the... I, mean, <laughs> I had to be this from the streets of Atlanta. But, lady, doesn't this, this just realize how fake rap has yeah. become, man? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying... I mean, there's a lot to this. I like 21 Savage. Like, I really don't want to say anything, but it's just like... I mean, what do you believe anymore? You can't really believe much. I mean, we got fake gangsters. We got a, 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 a gangster that's from the UK claiming he's from AT... I, yeah, because uh, like whenever you listen to them, I mean, you don't you don't hear any sort of accent at all. I want to hear Mo's take on that because <laughs> I know he's gonna have an interesting point of view. From that. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Letty, did you know Little Bow Wow got his ass whipped? I've seen that. I've seen that. He got his ass whooped by an ex. So Little Bow Wow's ex. Let me get her name here real quick, dude, because uh, this was uh, actually quite funny to me. Once I say, if you've seen the mug shot. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, Little Bow Wow. We got a little video here. Shad Moss is what Little Bow Wow goes by. So I guess around 4.15 in the morning, his ex, Leslie Holden, and Moss sustained visible minor injuries. So they were both arrested because they couldn't figure out kind of who started it, judging by Little Bow Wow's mugshot. I mean, she, (laughs) it was funny because. She finished it. Yeah, she finished it. I was reading it. I was reading the uh, article you sent me, and it it said that uh, his lawyer was like, "Little Bow Wow was not it was not the primary aggressor; that he was attacked by a very intoxicated female." <laughs> Everybody's like, "No shit." Yeah, you can tell because he's got scratches all over his face. Yeah, dude, he got jacked up, dude. That was hilarious. But you know, hey, man. You gotta be in a healthy relationship. I, I mean, I've been in those relationships where it's abusive like that, and I'm telling you, man, once it starts, if you just if you get to the point to where like somebody annoys you that much, or you want to hit them, yeah, yeah, might need to move on. Yeah, I'm just sitting there wondering, like, how did how were they in that like close proximity? He's probably like, bitch, do the bow wow challenge. <laughs> like, fuck you, I'm not doing it no he more. Pulled up a straight Freddy and like fucked his face up. <laughs> yeah, bow wow probably. He's like soldier boy. He'll have some bullshit story of what it really happened. Like, man, I pulled off three bitches. No, bow wow. It was one woman whooped your ass. Yeah, one woman Stop. whooped your ass. Who knows what the hell you did? And then. <laughs> She scratched your face up. Well, we move on to two bitches fighting. We got uh, Jake Paul and Soldier Boy <laughs> uh, have agreed to fight each other. I guess Jake Paul was on an Instagram live 
Soldier Boy, I guess, showed up in his chat. Jake Paul's like, what's Soldier Boy doing in here? They ended up kind of doing yeah. the video chat. And uh, pretty much it's Soldier Boy saying, I'll knock you out. Like, I mean, when it comes to fighting, that's what Soldier Boy says every time. I'll knock you out on my mama. He said that like <laughs> he said that like three times. But I, I got to be honest with you. I kind of like how Jake Paul handled it, actually. Yeah. Because he was kind of clowning him like, well, your mama be at the fight. You see, you get your ass ripped. I said, damn, Jake Paul. He's firing some shit back, man. And Soldier Boy's like, yeah, but I don't know, man. It kind of seemed like they were kidding. Yeah. But, like, they kept it going. I'll, I'll get you to watch the video. Let, let me see what you think. Because it almost seemed like a joke. Because Jake Paul's like, well, dude, you don't really train those Soldier Boy. And Soldier Boy's like, I've been knocking motherfuckers out since elementary school. They're like, little little kindergartners don't count, man. Yeah, I'd be funny if like, like all these people who went to elementary school come out and be like, Soldier Boy, I whipped your ass and took your... <laughs> <laughs> like some people from hospitals like, dude, it's like, be like, this bitch whooped your ass like yeah. Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> Soldier Boy, you got knocked out like every day of high school. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, I... I can kind of see it. I mean, it's just like, I think Soldier Boy needs his ass whipped. Oh, yeah, he I does. Mean, after, really after the whole video game bullshit he's pulled over the past month. I mean, I can even, I'm, I'm, I'm over that. I'm just tired of every time an artist is mentioned around he him. Copying he copying me. He, yeah. It's like, Soldier Boy, you broke on the internet first. You used the internet to boost you up. But after Crank That, okay, I'll give you a Turn My Swag On was yeah. a good Soldier Boy song. And then he had that one Kiss Me Through the Phone. Ever since them songs, dude, you haven't been relevant. No, he hasn't. He hasn't He hasn't even had any airtime in so long. Unless it was drama. Yeah. Soldier Boy, you're a piece of shit. No, what's going to happen is he's going to get his ass whooped, and then Bow Wow can come up and be like, he's copying me. He got yeah. his ass whooped. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you you gonna do the crank that your ass is cranked down on the crank that to the damn end yeah. in the hospital. <laughs> Last story here, guys. Google Plus. Uh, my fiance actually found this story. Will be no more. What, honey, when was it? April second. April second. We will no longer have a Google Plus, damn. which is kind of surprising. All the yeah. Photos and everything is gonna yeah. Be gone. Yeah. If you have photos and anything on there. Yeah, you got to go on there and save them. There's like a way you can go on there and it'll show you how to do it. No more Google Plus. That's nope. weird to that see a Google weird. platform. Leave. Wow. Because I mean, I've I've used Google Plus a little bit, not a lot, not a whole lot, but I mean, I used it a little bit, and hey. it was always a hit or miss for me. I mean, Pinterest is better. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of relate. It's kind of like a Pinterest and tumblr type of me i don't know i th i thought it was okay i did use it for the podcast like i would go in there and post and what i started noticing after after she told me that was that when i would go on there to try to post it lately it would take me to another website like it wouldn't let me go oh, to man. and i was like what the? i didn't think nothing about yeah. it until she said that but guys if you got any comments any of these stories let us know I would like to see Jake Paul and Soldier Boy fight. Just battle. Oh, yeah. I hope they knock each other out just and we never hear from them again. <laughs> Double knockout and yes. they just lay there. Yes. All right. We are moving right along, guys, to. Music. Meltdown. So today, uh, lady, you know, I was flipping around like ah what are we gonna other than our artists what are, what are we gonna talk about this week you know i mean music wise i mean a lot of that those artists we just named in real talk are pretty yeah. well music related 
pulled up something on concerts, and it, I found a website, 21 Most Iconic Concerts of All Time. And I thought, huh. So I kind of started. Yeah. And I, I like this one. Now, I can't remember if it's this one that doesn't have Woodstock on it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Now, there was some other ones that did. But we'll just kind of do a little rundown of these and kind of give our thoughts of them. Some of them, we, we, I'm sure we probably heard of probably. all of them. But number 21 is awesome. I fucking shot that. The Beastie Boys, 2006. Dude, the, the banner for it, it looks like Star Wars. It looks sick. <laughs> Most Beastie Boys fans know Adam Yod as MCA, but the late rapper, singer, songwriter, musician, and activist was also a filmmaker who founded indie film distribution company not even going to try laboratories <laughs> and directed many of the Beastie Boys videos under the moniker Nathaniel Hornblower. On October 9, 2004, he handed out 50 camcorders to fans at a sold-out show at Madison Square Garden yeah. with the record. Oh, that's cool. So he let like 50 people... Help record his Dude, video that's, for it. Dude, that's awesome because Metallica won't even let anybody record. Fucking <laughs> 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 losers. Now, all right, number 20, we got Baby Snakes by Frank Zappa in 2012. See, some of these, yeah. I'm familiar with the artist, just not the not show, the but... I mean, dude, Frank Frank Zappa had Terry Bozio, who's one of my favorite drummers. I mean, yeah. this dude's drum set's like a... It feels like a 100-piece drum set. Good like, Lord. you gotta see this guy's drum set, lady. It's freaking unbelievable. This was a multi-night run at the Pal Palladium in New York City back in 1977. It's the stuff of legend. We got Concert for George. Uh, this was a concert for George pays tribute to not only one of the greatest musicians in history, but one of the freaking Beatles. Yeah. The performance took place at the Ro Royal Albert Hall in London in honor of the first anniversary of George Harrison's death. Wow. That's a legendary show. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then number 18, we got <laughs> Michael Jackson's <laughs> This Is It. Oh, yeah. Which, that was, I remember, like, a comeback show, and that, that was huge, dude. That was huge. Look, man, no matter what you think of Michael Jackson, I grew up, Michael oh, Jackson yeah. was huge, dude. He was He's like... He's the king of pop. Yeah, he was like the Elvis Presley of our, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, My yeah. generation I mean, coming up, dude. He was everywhere. Oh, yeah, I mean, he was a great artist, and the he, day he, the day I found out he died, it was... Yeah, that's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting there chilling, and I heard that, and I was just like, damn. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. And that doctor that, I guess, gave him those pills ended up getting charged. But Number 17, we got the Okanonos, uh, My Morning Jacket is the band. Uh, directors, I'll be honest with you, I don't know this one, but I'm sure it was legendary. Oh, I've, I've heard of My Morning Jacket. They're a real good band. Oh, are they? Yeah. I've never heard of I've, them. I've actually. heard of them. They, they it's more like alternative last time i heard of them there was like an alternative rock kind of sounding and i mean they're really good i mean i enjoyed their music this next one i really i remember and it was awesome live at the paramount nirvana oh yeah before they were fodder for hot topic t-shirts nirvana was the most important rock band of the late 20th century they're the reason i got into rock music Hell yeah. well pink floyd then I went on to, like, Soundgarden and those type yeah. of bands. But Nirvana was why I wanted to start playing music. That's oh, yeah. right. Nirvana, I mean, I would have. I don't care if I would have seen them in a garage. They're yeah. legends, dude. They really are. Number 15, we got Neil Young, Heart of Gold. Neil Young, I mean, 
legend. Definitely. I mean, need we say more? Like I say, guys, these are just, I, I was just curious about these lists. And under the, uh, number 14 is a good one. Under the great white northern lights, the white stripes. Oh, that would have been amazing to see. Yes, dude. I like the white stripes. You know, they were kind of like uh, 21 pilots. Oh, yeah. Back in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, brother and sister sitting yeah. there playing and... I mean, Seven Nation Army yeah, will dude. go down in history. When I first heard them, I hated them. Like, I was like, what? But the more I started going along, I mean, Jack, dude, that dude is an unbelievable musician. Oh, he is. And his a lot of his solo stuff that I've listened to, it's, it's impeccable. Next man, we got number 13. It was one of my all-time favorite drummers. Uh, the Who, live at the Isle of Wight Festival. Uh, I love Keith Moon, man. Oh, yeah. Amazing drummer. But uh, 2 a.m. on August 30th, 1970, The Who took the stage in front of 600,000 revelers at the Isle of Wight Festival off the southern coast of England. Three hours of ensuing nocturnal brilliance and mayhem were partially captured by prosperity by filmmaker Murray Leonard. Wow. Three-hour festival from Imagine one Imagine The band. Who. Dude, Just they were insane. One, oh, man. This is the next band. I love these dudes. Number 12, Demon Days, live at the Manchester oh. Opera House, The Gorillas. Oh, yes. I love The Gorillas, dude. Oh, man, The Gorillas. I remember listening to uh, Clint Eastwood for the very first time. Oh, God, Whenever yeah. I was younger. I, I just I could, I could never think of the name of the song when I was younger. I would sit there and I'd sing it to him. And, like, my uncle would be like, I know that song. I'm like, what's the name of it? And he'd be like, I don't know. And I'm like, you're no help, man. I got to mm-hmm. find this song, you know. Yeah. Got to download it on LimeWire and give my computer AIDS. <laughs> I love Feel, feel Good, Inc. Oh, God, yeah. God, that's that just a great song. whenever it comes on, just yeah. feel good. Number 11, Shut Up and Play the Hits, the band LCD Sound System. Got to be honest, not too familiar with them. I'm not either, but I mean, it's probably a great show. Number 10, the greatest band to ever grace music, Pink Floyd, 1972, live at Pompeii. Oh, man. I mean, dude, they played at Pompeii. Wow. But, okay, Imagine. Live at Pompeii hosts some of the best performances from studio rock pioneers Pink Floyd. But songs like A Saucer Full of Secrets, great song. Yes. Echoes Part One, great song. And Careful With That Axe, Eugene, great song, <laughs> are, are all played with no audience aside from the film crew. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. He went to Pompeii and just started jamming the hell out. See, number nine, they got Justin Timberlake plus the Tennessee Kids. It becomes clear after only one song that Jonathan Demme was the perfect person to direct the Ambulant Performance documentary. But, yeah, Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee Kids. Gotta be honest, never heard of the Tennessee Kids. I haven't either. But he's <laughs> from Tennessee. Yeah. So it makes sense. Number eight, we got Wattstacks, the bands, Staple Singers, Carla Thomas, Rufus Thomas, Isaac Hayes, and more. Memphis Stack Records staked its fortunes on the gloriously unfiltered sounds of the Black South. In its 60s heyday, the label gave the world a blast of seminal soul talents, including Otis Redding, oh, man. Sam and Dave and Carla Thomas, the college student whose early hits Gee Whiz, Look at His Eyes, and Baby helped create the kingdom where the Aretha Franklin would later reign as queen. That soul music, man. Yeah. Feel I, it. Like Cadillac Records is a yes. great, that's yeah, a great label. Number seven, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it, Any. 
I have no idea. Number six, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ro the Rolling Stones. In 1972, the Rolling Stones were at the pre-piece of one of the many peaks of their long career. They had just been released Exile on Main Street, their masterpiece of heroin-dipped blues <laughs> rock, and Zonk's Soul oh, were at their height of powers as a live band. It's one of the best descriptions I've heard in a while. <laughs> I mean, really, like, yeah. back, back when... What was, it? what was the guy that died? Brian, uh, the guitar um, player that yeah. died for Rolling yeah. Stones. Brian, I can't remember his last I'm drawing time. a blank. I am, too, right now. Like, Little Red Rooster. Yes. I love that song by the Rolling Stones. It's one of their other... God, that's re I'm really going to catch shit for that, not knowing Brian's last name. All right, number five, Prince, Sign of the Times. Dude, Prince is one of my hands down, one of my favorite artists to listen to. Yes. Uh, Raspberry Beret. Yeah. I oh, mean, dude, it's a great Prince song. Prince was a pin. He, he was. was. He was banging everybody back in the day. Oh, it didn't matter, didn't matter who it was. I mean, he's probably yeah. slept with them. <laughs> yeah, probably dudes, chicks, dudes that are chicks, you name chicks it. Chicks that are dudes. I mean, you <laughs> never know. Number four, I would have killed to be at this show, lady. Monterey Pop. Bands. G the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, Jefferson Airplane. Yes. Eric Burden and the Animals. The Who. Otis Redding and more. I remember Monterey Pop, and I remember this is one of Jimi Hendrix's all-time great shows. I would have given anything to be here. Oh, yeah. Uh, number three, uh... We got the Tammy Show, the Beach Boys, Chuck Berry, James Brown, Marvin Gaye, Jerry and the Peacemakers, Leslie Gore, Jan and Dean, Smokey Robinson Damn. and the Miracles, the Rolling Stones, the Supremes, and more. It just wow. keeps going. It just wow. keeps getting great and great and great. Number two, we got the Talking Heads, Stop Making Sense. Talking Heads, I'm familiar with them. I'm not like a huge fan, but uh, yeah, the song Psycho Killer, they played it. That's a good song. Yeah. And number, the number one they got, and this was a, another one I would have loved to have been in this one, The Last Waltz. Shame on this website for not having Woodstock. Yeah. But The Last Waltz, and we'll say Woodstock 69 Oh, is yeah, definitely. But the bands here at The Last Waltz, uh, the band. <laughs> the band. Bob Dylan, Neil Young, Muddy Waters, Joni Mitchell, Eric Clapton. Wow. Stacked. Jesus. That show was Who stacked. else was on here? Johnny Mitchell, Muddy Waters, Bob Dylan, Neil Young. Wow, dude. That would have been a hell of a show. I don't know, Letty. Out of those, and you can throw Woodstock in. Pick three. Which which would you... Pick three? Yeah. Oh, man. Of course, any of them with The Who. They're the Rolling yes. Stones. Yes. I would have loved to get to see them. Uh, the Pink Floyd one. Yeah. I would, I would have loved to have seen that one. I, I mean, I have to go Woodstock, of course. Yeah. I'd say Woodstock 69. I like to sing The Last Waltz. Love to have been at Monterey Pop. And I don't know, man. I think that definitely the Pink Floyd oh, show. Oh, yeah, definitely. God, dude. That was like one of my all-time shows that I wish I had seen. But, Letty, who are you listening to this week? This week, speaking of some great bands, I got Fleetwood Mac or Stevie one. Nicks. Sometimes, you know, I got to sit there and put on some older music and just, you know, just reminisce and reminisce. listen to the way it is. Right. I mean, if you don't know who Fleetwood Mac is, then where where the hell have you been? Because yes. they've been around for a long, a long time. time. Fleetwood Mac are a British-American rock band formed in London in 1967. They have sold more than 100 million records worldwide, making Jesus. them one of the world's best-selling bands. 
I believe it. In 1998, select members of Fleetwood Mac were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and received the Brit Award for Outstanding Contribution to Music. In 2018, the band was declared Music Care's Person of the Year. The members, you got Mick Fleetwood, John McVie, Christine McVie, Stevie Nicks, Neil Finn, and Mike Campbell. This this band, I ain't gonna lie, when I first listened to them when I was little, I was more into heavy music, and I just... I I looked over them a lot. Now, whenever I put them on and I'm jamming out, I just... You sit there, I mean... They're a classic. They are, definitely. And one of the first times that I actually enjoyed listening to them was uh, Guitar Hero World Tour. They had Go Your Own Way. And... uh, You can go your own way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, I'd sit there and I'd play that song over and over and over. They're just just one of them bands, like, if you're partying, if you're chilling, whatever, you can play Fleetwood. Yes. You know, they're like Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. Three songs I got for you. Of course, The Chain. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. Definitely. I got a Stevie Nicks Edge of Seventeen. Great that's that's one. probably what I've been bumping the most for the past like three days. Nice. And then uh, Rihanna and, and all of these songs, they're great. I mean, we could go on. Landslide. Landslide dreams. Of course, you know, go your own go way. Go your own way. They're all great songs. You know what I used to think about these guys? Their drummer cracks me up because he'll be playing. He'll just always be smiling. <laughs> it is always be rocking, dude. It cracks me up, dude, every time I see him. Oh, man. But yeah, Fleetwood Mac, if you haven't listened to him, I'm trying to figure out what, you know, and you say you love music and you haven't yes, listened to him. Like, what's wrong with you? Yes, you are fake. Check them out if you haven't. Uh, no, I know probably a bunch of younger people probably haven't. But I mean, if my cousin Kimberly can listen to Fleetwood Mac and she's 18, I'm pretty sure you guys can oh, yeah. go listen to oh, him. Yeah. So. DC, who you listening to this week? Me, uh, I'm amped about this. I got my boy Marshmello. You'll, you'll yeah. kind of find out more why uh, later. But uh, Marshmello, known professionally as Marshmello, is an American electronic music producer and DJ. He first gained international recognition by releasing remixes of songs by Jack U and Zed, who yeah. Zed and his $16 million home. <laughs> he debuted studio album Joy Time, was released in January 2016, consisting of its lead single and Marshmello's debut career single, Keep It Mellow. Oh, that's which was an great. amazing song. Yeah, Marshmello, man. You know, I, I'm a guy, I'm not big on EDM, I, although my brother, you know, he played turntables, and I, I got introduced to BT, DJ Banana, and a lot yeah. of the just great, great DJs. You know, you got uh, DJ Tiesto. I mean, just a lot of great artists. Um, but three songs I got for you, if you if you haven't heard uh, Marshmello, which I mean, the dude got 25, 26 million followers. Plus, he was yeah. just in Fortnite, which we'll talk about a little later. So it's probably going to go up. But the first one I got, one I really like, is Silence featuring Khaled, and that's oh, not yeah. DJ Khaled. No. Uh, that's a great song. Next one, Alone, which that's another popular one. Oh, yeah. Alone is, Alone's probably my favorite yeah, one by him. Yeah. Last one is Find Me. Uh, those are all three great songs. I, I won't lie. I did just kind of recently stumble on Marshmello. So, they'll, you know, you'll probably hear me talk about it more because oh, yeah. I'm really into them, man. I really like them, man. Dude, you're in for a treat because Kristen's the one who got me listening to them about yeah. a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, like he's he, good. He, he's great. He really is, and and you know the mask 
he says the reason he wore it, which I did finally get to see him, though he played jokes yeah. where Will Ferrell took off yeah. the mask, <laughs> and then DJ Tiesto did too, but he ended up winning an award and took it off, so yeah. you saw the real guy. Um, but he he said he wore that mask, said he could become famous. We could all be marshmallows, so it's not just, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it ain't just his face. It's he, he wanted the music to show, you know, and I respect that, man. I really do. Oh, yeah. But uh, we, that's who we got for you this week, Fleetwood Mac and Marshmallow guys. Let us know. And let us know, you know, some of your favorite, you know, iconic concerts that we might have missed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell, let us know some what you're listening to this week. Hell, you might give us something new to listen to. I mean, we listen to everything. Yes. We literally had Fleetwood Mac and Marshmallow. Yeah. Two completely different, yes. two different time periods. I mean, we listened to anything and everything except country music. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, new country music. That, that's yeah. garbage. Yeah, old country's all right. We'll get down to some Johnny Cash and Dolly Parton yes, every now and then. Yes. All right, moving on to our dumbass and badass of the week. You know me, Letty. I like to kick Take it off. Reins. And boy, oh boy, it's been a week filled with dumbasses. I could probably name four or five, but we're <laughs> going to narrow it down here. So, my dumbass this week is going to be the Metro PCS store here in Greenville. You're all idiots. <laughs> or at least the dude that I, I think he's the owner. But anyway, so we recently got phone upgrades because yeah. you know we've been having issues more darcy's phone than mine and l- let's be honest when you do a phone upgrade it's not cheap i don't give a damn if yeah. you're on a plan prepaid whatever now you know prepaid wise they are a little cheaper than if you just went and regularly i mean i know some plans you know you can yeah. make payments on phone whatever but anyway i go in here we get these upgrades he set up my phone but he wasn't able to set up darcy's because i couldn't remember a lot of her information we go in here the guy activates them cool so i'm in turn going to take the old phone sell it try to get some of that yeah. money back man it ain't cheap we're doing that so i get this chick who just so happens her son i guess is the guy that set up my phone he's like co-owner or whatever the hell that manager of the store so she's like all right i, I was like here's the info because i let people hey make sure you can yeah. activate it on your whatever and you'll get back to me i gave her the info she's like all right i'll hit you up the next day so she messages me the next day saying yeah i was going to meet you i got the mei e number and it's saying his phone is still active on your account and instantly i'm like okay yeah. well they screwed up so i call the store that guy tells me the same thing and then proceeds to tell me that i'm gonna have to call customer service to fix it i said well dude you set up my phone yeah how did you, how did this happen it had to be your fault. Yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> he starts kind of being a smart ass and tells me, yeah, I understand all that, but you need to call customer service. Like, dude, you are, they are the most weird, lazy, just money. Like, all they give a shit, they just want your money. They want you to buy the most high price shit. I was like, hey, dude, does that cut, do these phones come with a case? He's like, yeah, I'll do that for you. And then I had to go decide on, like, these shitty cases. And then he tried to, like, get me to get a sparkle case. A sparkle I'm like, go case. fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm, I'm mad. I call customer service, get it all worked out. But just the way this dude acted, he's my dumbass of the week. Now, in turn, my badass is going to be Metro PCS customer service. Uh, these people, you call in there, dude, they'll say stuff like, you know, they'll tell their name and everything. I'm the operator, blah, blah, blah. I'm the man with the plant. You know, they'll just be really upbeat. <laughs> yeah. 
So I call in there and I say, look, here's the deal. I mean, this guy cost me $50 because, by the way, that chick ended up trying to tell me, oh, it's still active. And even though I had messaged yeah. her and, you know. Anyway, so I call them. I get it worked out. They're like, well, I just want to let you know the phone has been, it wasn't activated this yeah. whole time. I don't, like, I don't know why they told you that. Because I'm, like, going off on them. Yeah. Even though it wasn't their fault, they were nice enough. They put kind of put me on the hold. And I think they kind of seen that dude fucked up. Yeah. So they gave me a free month, meaning I don't have to pay till March. Hell yeah. And a $17 credit. So for April's bill, it's like $17 off. Yeah. And they didn't have to do that. No. And then they, they made a complaint for me on the store. And I'm like, you know, you need to talk to these people because it's depressing. Have you ever went? I don't know if yeah, you've ever I've, been there. Yeah, I've been in there once. I took my nanny in there to look at a phone because my great aunt was like, go here, they'll do this and this for you. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'll go in there and they just start telling her all of this shit that she doesn't need to know. And I'm like, all she needs is a little, a little smartphone because yeah. she likes to play her games and get on Facebook. And they probably tried to get, they try to get you to buy the most expensive yes, one. The, Tried to give her like this six hundred dollar phone that she could would never learn how to use. It'd probably end up getting broke within the first week or two, and they tried to get her get like the most expensive plan that they had. And I'm like, no. I was like, nanny, I was like, we're we're going to Walmart. I'm gonna get you a prepaid phone. It's way easier. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. And for that, the customer service who helped me every time. They never are assholes. They're always cool. And, you know, when you call in there, you actually get people that know what they're doing. They're always upbeat. They're always really... They make you feel really like you're a good customer. Yeah, because, I mean, the whole upbeat thing is really great to hear. It really is. Because, I mean, when you got to call customer service, no one wants to call them. Yeah, for that, they're my badass of the week. Who you got this week? All right, this week... I actually have a dumbass this week. It's crazy. Hey. hey. I'll go into detail in later for the reason why this happened, but it goes to, I, I, the only way I can explain it is a sports mom. An angry sports an mom. An angry sports mom. From the time this the girls' basketball game started Saturday, because my daughter, it was my daughter's last cheer game, and we got there a little early so they could do pictures. From the time the girls started playing basketball to the time it ended, all she did was scream. And she wasn't even screaming at the other team or anything. She was, like, yelling at her own kid, putting the, her kid in this damned-if-you-do, damned-if-you-don't situation. And, I mean, yeah, her kid might have been, I guess you could say, the star player. Yeah. But, I mean, they're, they're 10. It was the midget. Yeah, so, like, I mean, bitch, it's ain't high school. Yeah, it's, it's not high school or college. I mean, let them enjoy the game. When they get in high school, that's when you can start screaming. She's, like, threatening the revs. She lives. was. She was threatening the revs. I mean, oh, man, like, if if I could punch a bitch in the face, I would have punched her. But I don't, I don't want to get banned from my daughter's school. Yeah, right. Because then I'll be like, I'll look at her dad and be like, we have to put her somewhere else. I'll be like, well, I'll be like, I can't go on Glenwood's yeah, grounds we're anymore. Not, we're somehow not allowed on the premises. It's like, so. I'm not allowed on the premises anymore, so... <laughs> the way she did everything i just couldn't stand it and it was getting on my nerves it got on everyone's nerves so i'll go into detail more later but she's my dumb dumbass of the week and now my badass i gotta give it out to uh my little sister gabby uh like i said last week she we had some we had some problems and she ended up getting burned but this little girl she she's been through a lot for seven for you know seven years she um she was born with a with a bunch of problems she was born with spina bifida. She had a feeding tube and 
Uh, they, they ended up selling. She was born, I want to say, two months early. Mm. She was a preemie, so she's proved all the doctors wrong. They awesome. they told she would never walk. She gets up and you know she can't keep the kids still now. Uh, they said that she would never be able to eat on her own. Whenever she was like a year and a half, she got her feeding tube taken out, and now this kid eats more than a grown man. Awesome. She she can put away some food, but <laughs> but she doesn't gain weight because she can't stay still and she runs around everywhere. I mean, I'm just sitting there thinking like, how how do you do it, Gabby? You need to show me your techniques. And mm-hmm. uh, last weekend she ended up getting second degree burns, and I mean, DT got to see the pictures of them, and yeah, it, it they awful. they look pretty mm-hmm. rough. But this little girl, I mean, she, she's got a super high pain tolerance because she doesn't even act like they bother. Everything's healing well, and the only thing we can't keep her to do is she won't leave her upper arm alone because I know where it's healing, it's itching. But, I mean, this little girl, I love her to death. She she was the reason I was able to have some practice before uh, I had Ruby. But, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better half-sister. So, Gabby, you're my badass of the week. Love you, little one. Yeah. Tough as nails. Oh, yeah. All right, moving on to our original gamers. And, uh, boy, we got a lot going on in the gaming world this oh, yeah. week. Uh, so, Letty, they released some more Mortal Kombat 11 characters. Figured we would kind of start oh, there. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and start at the first one, which is Cabal. <laughs> Cabal. Yes, Cabal is going to be the first one, which there was a scene where he was kind of running across the screen really quick. A lot of people were able to slow it down. Cabal was one of my favorites, I believe. What was he, an MK9? Yeah, he was an MK9. He was one of my favorites. Glad he's back. Can't wait. He's going to look sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. We have Chronica, which... I think she's the one how the game's based off time manipulation. Yeah. She's the woman you see, so oh, I think they yeah. made her a character. Hell yeah. Then we got Kano. I mean, oh, he's a classic. Kano, yeah. You gotta have Kano. Uh, Liu Kang is back. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I don't really think we need to introduce them. I mean, yeah. We got Kung Lao and Katana, who oh. will be back, uh, which, you know, Katana and, uh, Katana and Liu Kang are the rulers of the Outworld. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they they got to be in every game, no matter what. Uh, who will probably be my main character, Cassie Cage. Oh, man. She's back. She's back. So, you know, we've already got, including Shao Kahn, if you pre-order, you get him. You know the six that were released, so yeah. those... So, Letty, we're getting close to that 25 lineup, plus I'm sure we'll have the DLC oh, characters. Yeah. It's still rumored that Pennywise, Michael Myers, will probably, let's say, you know, there's a couple, I hope, and Melina, I hope she kind of makes an appearance. You wanted to see... Sector. Sh- Sector, yeah. Sector, and I want to see Sindel. Sindel, yeah. Sindel would be great. Yeah, I think, I think she should be in there for oh, sure. Oh, man, that'd be great. You know me, I'm amped. The Marshmallow in-game live concerts, the f- one of the first virtual concerts. Me and Kinsley got to see it. It was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I mean, you sent me Snapchats of it, and I'm just sitting there thinking, dude, that looks sick dude, as fuck. Dude, we made videos where we were, like, so pumped up. I mean, it was just unbelievable how they put this together. Then it come to find out, because you hear Marshmallow talking. Yeah. He was doing it live that was him? on all oh, servers. Oh, shit. That's amazing. And I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of games coming out. There's one we're talking about that, that may have some competition with Fortnite. But I'm going to tell you something. The barriers these guys are breaking in gaming yeah. 
number one, I'm happy to be a part of it. And number two, it's going to be hard to beat. Oh, yeah. I mean, an in-game concert with, you know, the actual artists talking to you through all servers. A concert? Who would think to do that live in a game? No one would. And we got an earthquake. There's an earthquake uh, in-game event coming up. The storyline gets better. They're constantly updating every week. It's just like these guys have the right formula. You all can sit there and hate on it, and I see a lot of people, Oh, God, Fortnite, oh, it's little kids, oh, it's dying, oh, oh, oh. It, it's not. Fortnite's not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, shut up, man. Like, I get so tired of hearing people say it. So the next news, old Jablinski Games. Jack Black, you fat son of a bitch. <laughs> Will you please put out a gaming video? Please. He, he put out where he said, oh, we're starting playing. He acted like he was playing Fortnite. Yeah. And then he kind of goes, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I guess he's that they're having some technical difficulties with some of their streaming equipment, recording <laughs> equipment. So he, in turn, put us off yet another, another video. Another week. And I'm hoping either this is a troll or he, when they come in and actually start gaming, it better be some legendary funny shit. It better be because like, been I waiting don't, this long. I mean, it's funny on one hand, but on another, it's like, okay, Jack, like you, you've got almost four million followers. Start delivering, or, oh, yeah. or give those to somebody. That come on, man. I mean, he could at least do a troll video of where he plays uh, the game that he was character. He was like the Dude, main. He got character. on there and was playing an old. Uh, it was before Atari. Oh, it was shit. a little. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna get on there and play some pong. Yeah. It's like, what are you watching? He was playing, what was it, some Defender. It was funny. You just got to go check out the (laughs) Jablinski games. You'll see it. But, hey, man, I'm excited to see it. It's him and his son. Maybe there's good things to come. But our last bit of news here, we got two stories here coming from EA Games, who we'll go ahead. We'll we'll start with a positive on EA. Letty, I told you a little bit about this game. Apex Legend, guys, it's a new free battle royale. It's on PC playstation 4 and xbox go download it i'm telling you lady i've played one match i'm probably going to burn it up here later it's awesome now this is a game that could stack up well against fortnite i don't think it'll really have the storyline everything but i like it because see i'm i come from a call of duty yeah type of gameplay oh yeah so it when i play fortnite my first instinct, which I've gotten better about it when I play Fortnite, is not to build, it's to hit you head on oh, and yeah, whoever just, kills each other, you oh, know. Yeah, just run and gun. Run and gun. Exactly. You, now, the characters on here so far are awesome. I, I really dig it. I really like the gameplay. It's really smooth. Uh, the guns are insane. They are. I mean, yeah, there's one like a dragon looking gun. Oh, shit. <laughs> they got skin. I mean, dude, you just got to go see this game. I can sit here and explain it, but it actually surprised me how good it is because a lot of these games it's like you know i feel like these developers were just trying to compete with fortnite and i feel like these guys instead of trying to compete they just took notes hey all right and then they kind of combine this works and but this is what we want to do let's combine it and see how this formula works i mean yeah i'll give you some quick information here apex legend which is set in the titanfall universe seems to take inspiration from hero shooters like overwatch Each of the eight characters, or legends, has their own abilities, including tracking enemies, deploying decoys, and using toxic gas. You'll play in teams of three in matches up to 60 players, and as with other Battle Royale titles, you can revive your teammates from a down state. If you're unable to rescue them before they die, you'll be able to bring them back to life by grabbing a legend banner from where they died and taking it to a respawn beacon. 
which I thought that was cool as shit. That sounds pretty fucking cool. The game, I love the mechanics. You need to try it. It's a game that I feel like, you you know, it's new, it's fresh, you you won't be in too late. It's a game I recommend, man. I really do. And and I'm not going to get on here and compare it to Fortnite because they're totally different. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm sick and tired of seeing that. But it's a great game. And it's actually from EA. They actually made a, a non sports game that doesn't suck. But then our last story from EA uh, <laughs> another game that everybody's waiting for Anthem. Now, this game really isn't a highly anticipated game, but yeah. then a lot of people are kind of pissed off because, you know, EA, man, they're known for, they started the microtransactions, the loot boxes. A lot of their game, you know, they're pay to win. They got a, a paywall and everything, but. A lot of people are pissed off because of the, the, a lot of these skins, they're trying to charge like $20 for and people are just like, that's ridiculous, which I don't know. For me, I come from Fortnite where you're paying no less than $10 for a skin. There ain't none under 10 unless you get a starter pack and it's like five bucks. I've seen a lot of gamers not happy with this. Yeah. And I don't know, EA, man... It's either with them sports-wise, which I think they should just stick to sports. Now, this Apex Legends is a good one. If they can stay on this formula, cool. But I just really think that when it comes to their shooters, Letty, they need to kind of take a step back. And like these Apex Legends, like they need to follow whoever these guys are need to be in charge of this. The battlegrounds. And everything, because EA, man, I'm just seeing too much negative on them. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially whenever it comes to, like, Battlefield. Yeah. Ever since 3, it's went downhill, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed playing Battlefield 4. I love the multiplayer yeah. on it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not real big on the Conquest mode because, you know, I come from a Call of Duty background. Yeah. And so I was always Team Deathmatch, Capture the Flag, all that, but I'd always go for the smaller maps. But, yeah, once they included the uh, God, what, the battle packs, yeah. that's that's where it started going downhill for me, and I really wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah, I don't know. EA, they're just – I like Madden. I like FIFA. I just feel like if they if they can't step their game up on these FPSs, they just need to pass the torch to somebody. To oh, win. yeah. Yeah, give, give Battle – because Battlefield has some huge potential. Yes. Yeah, they so really does Battlegrounds. Do. Yeah, Battlegrounds you know, like, is what, too. Like, don't do that to Star Wars, man. They, they have – had a name since what the 60s 70s like don't do that yeah please please stop dragging star wars yeah the really it's fucking we, we need it we need a good star wars game and yeah, we do uh guys to any of this news let us know your take on it uh if you play apex legends let me know we'll get in the game again my gamer tag is capital s and sabotage the uh, o is a zero and then i have a space and the g is capital in gaming and if you want mine for PS4 or Xbox One, it's Torment 1210. Both of them will add me. Yeah. I might get on and play with you every now and then if Hell I yeah. never find the time. Yeah, we love gaming. All right, on to the Urban Dictionary urban word dictionary. of the week. Letty, what word you got this week? This week, I got Forrest Trump. <laughs> and it's an unintelligent person who believes that he can hold a position of power. I wonder who they're talking about. I wonder, too. It's like... The example I got for you. We have a Forrest Trump in the White House. He tweeted that the Coheen indictment cleared me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, what do you expect? It's a hit or miss with those examples. You you never know, but I mean, Forrest Trump, I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, that's That's a good good one. one. It's better than the first one that we read. (laughs) Exactly. I got medicine this week, which when all you need to get better is time in your bed. 
The example is after 12 hours of medicine, my sickness for work had left. And I <laughs> think we all can relate. All right, guys, on to... Boy, we're going to continue on the creepy story, guys. And, yeah, I've had a creepy week, man. I've been watching a lot of YouTube uh, paranormal videos and stuff. And, you know, I was flipping around trying to find us a good story. This was a, you know, because on a lot of these websites, they'll do out of 10 stars. And this one was, I believe this was in the 8, 9 star range. Oh, and yeah. uh, the ending is what really made me feel like we need to read it on the show. So everybody has a story to tell. Here's ours, Greywater Gardens. Greywater Gardens lives up to its name, I thought, as I made my way up to the damp concrete slabs, bridging across the stagnant pond. Everywhere leading up to the Ashen decrypt house was lined by rotten flowers and congealed feces of cats, dogs, and other animals. The water itself looked like it had remained the same for centuries. This place is dead. I arrived at the door, more of a collection of damp splinters, and hesitantly pushed it open, causing the hinges to shriek. No, 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 no more shrieking, please. The inside was as drab and oppressive as the outside. My nostrils were filled with the sense of mold and neglect and regret. Or maybe, maybe, maybe just me. I hadn't sh showered in days. I couldn't face the water. There was what appeared to be some kind of waiting area, three or four old wicker chairs, and one of those please be seated signs you find in posh restaurants. So looking around for the slightest bit of human company, I sat down and waited. Despite myself, my wallet found its way into my hands, and then the picture of M I kept in there found its way in front of my eyes. I could never throw this away, no matter how many times I told myself to. For the sake of my own sanity, but I could. This was all I had left. Her fair white skin and pale blue eyes and ginger hair I teased her hair about and the freckles on her face and chest. She was beautiful. I tried to correct myself to present tense, but I couldn't. I'd never forget the day the last of the ginger hair fell out. A cough brought me back to reality and I looked, blinking back tears to see an old man, bald and bearded and stooped over, grinning through a mouthful of yellow teeth. His clothes were as gray and weary as the hairs on his face, like he was Greywater Gardens in human form. Even his right eye was gray. The left was just as black, empty socket with the eyelids hanging over it formally. You have an appointment? He spoke like he hadn't used his voice in years. Yes, I have a secret. I want to deposit it. I know you do, he said. He let me grasp for words, wondering how the hell he knew, when he said, You wouldn't be here for any other reason, would you? He turned and beckoned me to follow him into the back room. I gazed at the picture of him one last time. I love you. Then I slid it back in my wallet, and as I did, as I was bid. The room was more of the same, gray and wet and rotting and horrid. The only remarkable feature was the huge, hefty ledger of an antique wooden table next to the plain steel chalice, and the middle of the room was a concrete pool, only a few feet across, filled with the same stagnant gray water from the pond outside. The old man opened the ledger. You wish to deposit a secret? He asked, perhaps, a formality. Or maybe he's playing with me. Yes, I said. Your name? I told him. Excellent. 
then let's begin. He picked up the chalice and moved to the pool. He bent down, agonizing slow, but eventually he filled the cup and shuffled over to me. Drink the water, he told me, a grin playing upon his face, old, upon his old and papery lips as he pushed the cup into my hand. The water will enter you and your secret will place it in the water. No man can discern its murky depths. His smile was now so wide I thought his face might crack open. But be warned, once I have taken custody of your secret, you can never reveal it. No one will ever know, but there will be no confidence or confession or chance of redemption. Are you sure this is the path you wish to take? I am. I didn't even hesitate. No one can no, know, no, for no, both no, our sakes. The old man shrugged and took a step back. I raised the cold steel to my face, but before I could drink, curiosity gripped me. Why do you take other people's secrets? In the world of the blonde, he laughed, raspy and throaty, and taped as his missing eye. The man with one, one eye is king, and I knew exactly what he meant. For you, Am, I thought as I drowned my morbid toast. I dropped the chalice and left a, without a word, knowing that she was safe. As I walked out of Greywater Gardens, I looked down at the putrid pond and remembered. It wasn't the water that was gray at all, but her face as I held her frail body down in the bath. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah. Holy shit! Oh my god. I'm telling you, man, some of these <laughs> stories, dude, it's That's just a... like the guy that wrecked, like when I was looking for one, he's like, the ending is like a gut punch. Holy, that was that was one hell of a damn twist at the end. Yes. I was not expecting that. Hey, I, I love those kind of stories. All right, guys, moving on to... All right, guys, today we have a battle of two of the biggest virtual assistants on the market right now. Today we have facing off Google Assistant taking on that obnoxious bitch Siri. Hell yeah. Now these two... <laughs> now these two are popular on a wide range of devices for computers tablets even though i put tables to smartphones <laughs> so we decided to see how these two would stack up against each other when facing them. so you know how we do we found a website we just kind of compare and just you know kind of pick some categories and just give our take on which we like best and why who will be left standing in this virtual battle letty you ready, my friend? I'm ready, spaghetti. Now let the battle commence. All right, so, you know, we got Google Assistant, which they get on your nerves sometimes. Oh, they do. But you can't really, you know, they're just a part of smartphones. Yeah. They're more known for smartphones, but I guess you can use them everywhere. A lot of these battles I've seen was Siri versus Google Assistant versus, uh, what's the one on? Alexa. There you go. And, uh, I mean, come on. I, I just felt like, let's leave it to devices. Alexa's just really for Amazon, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm I don't really sure. deal with Alexa that yeah, much. Alexa. My, I'm mainly Siri because I, yeah. I have a smart, I've got an iPhone, so. So, obviously, I'm Google Assistant, and you're going to pick Siri yep. here. So, why do you like Siri? Um, I, well, I mean, normally, because some of the shit that I can tell her, mm -hmm. like, I'll be like, hey, Siri, tell me a joke. And they, she tells me some of the cringiest dad-worthy puns ever. Yeah. And Kristen loves it. Yeah. Me over here, I get annoyed. Um, I like I like the customization. I don't know if Google Assistant has it, mm -hmm. but my Siri has an Irish accent, and oh, it's yeah. hilarious how she says some of the Hell some of y'all's yeah. names in my phone. Oh yeah. But besides that, I really don't use it a lot. Mainly because most of the time, whenever I'm messing with my phone and I need to use it, it's hooked up to a Bluetooth. 
so I gotta like scream at my phone. Ruby likes running around just randomly saying, hey Siri, just so it'll go off whatever screen I'm on. Shut yeah. up, Siri. <laughs> there yeah. we go. <laughs> so, so you got, you know, Siri, hey Siri, and then ours is, of course, you say, okay, Google. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like them because, you know, they can tell you fun little facts like, hey, what's the weather today? Hey, how do I get over here? You know, I mean, there's just a lot of cool things that, you know, do it. And, hey, where can I find any other Metro PCS yeah. but the one in Greenville? Uh, those kind of fun facts. But I've, all, I've come to really like Google Assistant. I didn't use it for the longest yeah. time until I really started diving into it. Now I really like it. And surprisingly online it's saying google assistant really kind of just rains down over siri by a long shot but hey siri and okay google are the summon words to wake siri and google assistant as far as speed both are equally qualified both work on lock screen except that google assistant unlocks the phone because it's your voice yeah see siri doesn't and that's one thing that i that's one thing i really hate when it comes to accurate response, Siri does it better than Google Assistant because complex queries asked to the assistant will return a Google search instead of a direct response. Yeah. So Siri kind of wins that one. So I, what do you think about natural response? Natural response, I mean, I like the way Siri does it. I've never really listened to Google Assistant do it. Well, who do you think would win? We'll kind of do this. Uh, I want to say, I want to say Siri. Because, I mean, that's who I use. Uh, You'll be wrong on that one. If oh, I were man. to post this one year ago, I would have gone with Siri. But now with Google Duplex, which I like, hands down, Google Assistant has the best natural language processing. By the way, if you don't know what Google Duplex is, there's a video that of this website. You guys can check it out. All right, what about access to all first-party and third-party applications? Hmm, that's a, that's a doozy. Part of me says it's, it's Google Assistant. Well, what do you go with? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Google Assistant. Yeah, Siri. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, lady, you over too. Damn, oh, we ain't done this in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. Siri does it better than the Assistant if shortcuts start rolling out to ISO 12 update. Shortcuts is an app for iOS that lets you map any custom Siri commands to make any app do anything. True. Wow, that's cool. All right, what about ease of use? Ease of use. I'm going to go with uh, Google Assistant because of the whole unlocking thing because it doesn't unlock on Siri. Yeah, you're right. I would say Google Assistant is easy to use. Google has been known for its minimalism. The same goes with its UI and keywords. Siri also has a good UI, but Apple's ecosystem is pretty narrow and you don't have much accessibility when compared to Google's ecosystem. Yeah. So we're tied two to two. This is the final one there. I guess it ended, they're just going to end it in a tie. Way to go, dick. <laughs> I personally use Google Assistant on a daily basis and had not experienced any major problems so far. Personal Assistant purely depends on your taste and your convenience. Moreover, you can check other equally good personal assistants like Alexa and Bixby, which I'm not too familiar. We may have to do one on Alexa and Bixby. Oh, yeah. Uh, next, that may be a follow-up. Yeah, I like Google Assistant. I, it really, it's kind of like, hey, which do you like better, Android or Apple? Yeah. You know, Basically. ultimately, it comes down to, like, you can't like Android, but then, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe you can. But I've had both. I do think Google Assistant did more for what I like to do than yeah. Siri. But I think they're both really cool. They're good. It, it's kind of cool to have them at your convenience. Yeah, yeah it really is. Uh, one thing one thing I'm going to let you all know, I don't know if Google Assistant does it, mm -hmm. but if you have Siri, 
say, hey, Siri, I see a little silhouette of a man. Really? And you will not be disappointed with what it says. (laughs) And one, well, the only complaint I have about Siri is, you know, the whole common language thing. Because I got got a bit of an accent, if you can't tell. And it really comes out whenever I'm around my dad, because I don't have to sit there and enunciate as much. Yeah. So, yeah, like after I spend, like, a couple hours with my dad, I sound like a hick from the sticks, and it comes yeah, up. Yeah, Siri can be a bitch. Yeah, and let's, he's let's just like, not mistake just, that. what the hell are you saying? Okay, Google can kind of be a dick, too, because she'll be like, did you mean, no, bitch, that's not what I meant. No. Nah. But, hey, it's cool. Guys, let us know which one you pick. Are you a you a Siri, Team Siri, or are you Team Google Assistant? Let us know. We would love to hear it. All right, on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It's been one of them motherfucking days. I tell y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days. It's time to rant. Oh, man, let's rant. So today's rant, in spite of Letty's dumbass, I figured, hey, let's talk parents who take their kids' sports you know, Wait. events too serious. <laughs> to, 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 to go back on that, he means my dumbass of the week. Not that I'm a dumbass. No, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> What'd you yeah. think of that? Yeah. Because of Lady, Lady's not a dumbass. <laughs> uh, yeah, you I know can what I be. Mean. I am sure, <laughs> I'm sure as parents or when we were kids and involved in sports, we all can relate to parents who just go overboard during games and not in a good, enthusiastic type mm-hmm. of way, but in a negative mom you're embarrassing me you idiot type of way yeah so today we decided to rant about those parents who just need to chill and have fun during their kids sporting events because they're kids and encourage their kids not embarrassing letty let's get this rant going oh let's go now let's have our rants all right so yeah letty i i I haven't really had any big sporting events blunders like yourself there there you've experienced but when i was a kid you know, I was around those parents that just oh, yeah. went overboard. And you know me. I mean, there was times I was a kid. I was even kind of passionate. Like, hey, ref, you you know, you're, yeah. you get mad. But I have seen those parents that, you know, you've got those parents that go overboard. You've got those parents that just cheer their kids on no matter how yeah. bad they suck. You know, they're that, which I like that. That's yeah, cool. everybody needs them parents. And, you know uh, I mean, because you're just a kid, dude. Yeah, I mean, you're only a kid once, and you you got to enjoy the game while you can before it starts getting competitive and then your scholarship's on the line. And then you have those parents that uh, want to come to their kid's game drunk as shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I vaguely remember this. I played over here at Legion Field ba- baseball. Loved it. Miss it. But I remember a good buddy of mine, he actually passed away, and his brother, when they played, yeah. their dad came drunk as hell to a game. Everybody was, like, scared to death, like, Dude, should we let them get in the truck with this guy? He was over there, like, driving crazy. Good and, Lord. You know, I mean, I just think, look, when I was a kid, sports were everything to me. Oh, yeah. And I took it serious, and, and I can understand, you know, like, if your you know, parents come there, and they can go overboard, but think about your kids because sports it can really mold your kid oh, yeah. into being a you know a good kid. I mean, you want to stay involved with sports, man. I mean, it, you one day they could make it big and take care of yeah, you. Yeah, they know? could. So you don't want to go ruin that for them. Like, don't take away those special moments from yeah. them. Especially like in your case when they're just what were they like six, seven year old, eight? Uh, the first game we watched this weekend, yeah, there's like six or seven years old, and some of the parents were a little ridiculous then, but like the sixth graders, so like 11, 10, 11 at the oldest, maybe 12, depending on how their birthday fell. 
Yeah, for our listeners that aren't really local, is we have Greenville is the town. Now, there's a lot of surrounding county towns, you know, and, uh, you know, Glenwood would be the one Letty was referring to. And, you know, these are the county schools that are kind of, let's be honest, they're a little overlooked. Yeah, they are. They're, they're a smaller school. And uh, the backstory to this is this, this past weekend was my daughter's last year game. And I normally get there right as soon as the game she cheers at because, I mean, I really don't have a reason to watch any of the earlier games because I'm there to watch my daughter cheer and that's it. Yeah. Well, I got there at about 9.30, which it was the end of the – the younger kids game i want i think it's the peewees that was the last one playing yeah so the girls midget team was getting ready to go play because uh ruby's stepmom was taking some pictures for the yearbook and i just i was like yeah it's like i'll come there and i'll hang out with y'all and you know spend a little extra like 45 minutes with my daughter while the game's going on yeah well Kristen was there with me and my mom and dad showed up like halfway through the game well there's a i guess you could say she's like the star player She's the one that always has the ball. She's the tallest on the team. Yeah. So, I mean, she, she always gets the ball a lot. And she's really good for, you know, a kid her age. Well, from the time the game started, there was this, my dumbass of the week, this, this woman just kept yelling and screaming. And it was mainly uh, whatever her kid did, it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't moment for her. Uh, she'd miss. You'd hear the. You'd hear this crazy bitch just get the rebound. What are you doing? See that that's going and, too far. And yeah, and that's the thing. And they'd be sitting there. They'd be cussing the refs uh, See, from the stands. And I mean, you can hear them saying, "Are you are you blind? You dumbass!" I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh my god!" There's 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 little kids here, and me. I mean, y'all hear I, hear how I talk on the show. I mean, whenever I'm around my daughter, I try to limit myself the best I can. Yeah, and especially, especially in public. Yeah, and, and in public around in an elementary school with, like, 10- and 11-year-olds playing. Well, we get to the last quarter of the game, and I ain't going to lie, the refs, I'm, I'm not really siding with her. Well, the way she went about it, I'm not siding with her on that at all. But the refs did miss a few fouls and that should have been, you know, called because the other team was pushing. And all of a sudden – Kristen, Kristen loses her shit. She's had enough the past three uh, three periods. All we've done is hear screaming in our ears. Like she went for three, the, uh, the whole game? The whole game she like screamed that? like this. The oh, whole no. game. Well, Kristen's just like, I mean, she'd already had enough. And Kristen ain't afraid to start some shit. She was mm-hmm. like, it's just the game. They're 10. Yeah. What are y'all doing? And then the woman, of course, you know, she had to be like, two seats behind us goes well when it's your kids out there getting hurt it's different and she was like i understand yelling at the rest because they're getting hurt but you've been screaming in my ear for the past since the game started and all you have done is just yelled at your kids when they're 10 they're here to have fun it's not always yeah. about winning and then like this bitch just goes off it got to the point where i mean Kristen, i mean she'll she'll stand up for herself and I'm just sitting here like, oh man, what's gonna happen? And all of a sudden, I hear, I hear this woman go, "Do you want to take this outside?" <laughs> now the bad thing is, we're both here for the same team. <laughs> yeah, they're on the same team. <laughs> we're here, we're here for the same team. We're here to watch Glenwood play and root them on. Oh my god! And Kristen goes, "Yes, because I'm gonna fight over a ten-year-old basketball game. Oh, that's very immature." And the woman proceeds with. 
I'm older than you. I'm in, she was like, she's like 32, 34. And Kristen goes, well, I'm 22 and you don't hear me screaming at the 10 year olds. She's like, I would understand if it was high school or something, but... I mean, what, is they fucking trying out for the NBA? Like, calm down, <laughs> Apparently. Dude. Why I'm, did nobody ask her to leave? Or did somebody need to go up and like, ma'am, listen, there's kids here, you're being a little yeah. loud, and you're using profanity, like, why are you, like, you need to take it down or we're going to ask you to leave. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I've, uh, there was this one guy right after Kristen and this woman starts getting into it with each other, and this one guy literally goes down and starts threatening the ref all while Aww. this is going on. And See. I'm just like, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Now, there was one guy with some common sense that looked at this older woman and was like, it's not worth it. You need to quit your yelling. Just calm down. The game's almost over with. And then this woman just goes, yeah, meet me outside, you stupid bitch. And no one, Kristen, she just looks at her and she's just like, well, thank you. <laughs> so after she so called her a stupid bitch. Soon. And, uh. I looked at Kristen, and I'm like, listen, you're not going outside. It's like, but I am, because I need to vape, because my nerves are shot now. And the funniest thing was, my daughter, being my daughter, just looks back at it and yells out, can you stop yelling? It's just a game. Yeah, really. (laughs) Like, my seven-year-old had to get in some words, too. Like, you know when you annoy a seven-year-old you're being an idiot. Oh, yeah. And that would have been embarrassing, and I can't believe nobody came up. I mean, there you there got to be a point where you draw the line, especially if there's kids and families oh, yeah. around. Like, that's just blatant. Like, you ever see those people where you're not involved, but you're just like, God, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Like, you watch shit on that's TV. Basically, that's basically how I was. I mean, Kristen didn't embarrass me. Like, I'm glad she yeah. stood. You know, she finally said what we were all were fucking thinking. But yeah. this woman... Oh, man. And another thing that I noticed, even the other team was being petty. Well, the other team's parents were being petty. Mm-hmm. Like, the other team would sit there and score, and I I watched at least three or four a grown-ass adults, if that's what you want to call them. Yeah. They would, like, cup their hands and yell towards where the Glenwood's team was sitting at. And they were probably yelling at that woman, though. But they She were probably just, brought that on them, but that's still, that's stupid. It's, it's petty, because, I mean, it was just pettiness going back and forth all over a kids a kids basketball game yes the yeah. game the game was the game was really exciting yeah. i ain't gonna lie but you know when you're sitting there for 30 minutes just getting you know shit screamed in your ear yeah oh god it got so old so well, quick you know sports is competitive but when you're dealing with kids calm it down oh I yeah mean, you know I, I don't know to me it's just i like i said my mom was always cool and cheering me on and I mean, the teams I was on, they, they weren't, you know, I never made the, the high school team, so I kind of played the rec league oh, games. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I was, I, I, I wasn't the best player. There was a couple teams I, I probably was, but we never, I had heard those parents on those teams that get competitive and run their mouth. And to me, you're just, they're the parents that put too much pressure on their kids to be good. Oh, yeah. And one thing, one thing my dad said that, you know, was really, you know, it's good good words of wisdom is the reason that the girls would choke is because you got the parents yelling at them like that yeah you're putting so much pressure on them that they'll choke and see i play i played football for the rec league i was one of the only girls in the rec league that was playing but i was always on the field because i mean my dad would push me but he was never one of the ones that would sit there and scream at me from the sidelines yeah if I got the wind knocked out of me, I mean, I'd hear him from the sideline just yelling, get up, you got this, get back on that line, and 
what would I do? It, that encouragement, you know, it made me get yeah. up, got catch my breath, and go back and play. Same yeah. with wrestling. Yeah, not, hey, dumbass, get up. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, I can't stand that when I hear stuff like that. Like, if it had been me, I'd have been like, shut up before we come over there and slap the shit out of you. Like, oh, yeah. quit. some people, man, just got to be put in check, and that's cool. Kristen did that. I commend Kristen on that. Probably, yeah, you should have doubled up the badass. Because, <laughs> I mean, some people. You don't want to be the one to do that, to say that, but sometimes that kind of shit yeah. has to be said to people, man. These are kids. Yeah, enough is enough, and, I mean, we, we all had enough. And it was funny because at the end of the boys' midget games, after Ruby was done cheering and they got their pictures that they wanted, we walk outside, and my all, all of a sudden you hear my dad go, well, I don't see your date. She must have ran off. And Kristen's mm-hmm. like, where's she at? Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, my my daughter's stepmom, her dad was there, and he got there right before all this shit went down. And he looks over at me, he goes, "Well, my ticket would be well worth it if I seen a fight." Right? <laughs> yeah, that woman wasn't gonna fight. She, oh no, she, she was all well. mouth. Yeah. All right, guys, let us know if you've ever had an encounter with a parent that goes overboard. If your parents did, or hell, if you just ever experienced it. I know if you coming up playing sports. I've seen it many a time. Oh, I've seen it a lot. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's ridiculous. Come on, we're not trying to tell people how to be parents, and we understand sporting events can be competitive, but learn where to draw the yeah. line. Be encouraging. Don't be know, embarrassing. Yeah, don't be embarrassing, and don't make it to where your your kid feels damned if they do and damned if they don't. Well, guys, that's going to conclude episode 40. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. We'd like to thank everybody for joining thank us. Thank you as always, please, at the bottom of the show notes that will be included with this episode on our Podbean page, as that always is, uh, like all our social media oh, pages. Yeah. We'd uh, greatly like to hear any information from you guys, feedback, suggestions. We always encourage you guys, let us know. If you want to hear something on the show, let us know, man. We'll fit it in. Oh, man, we'll, we'll find a way. I mean, we, we love interactions with y'all. Yeah. We, don't, we don't get hardly enough of them. And once they start pouring in, we ain't going to know what to do. Let us know, guys. We're open for it all. But for episode 40, I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, this is Podcast Greatness. Where greatness never dies. We out. Deuces. Peace. Woo!